Hello, friends. Welcome to Resting Church Face, a podcast. I am your host, Amanda Allen, and this is episode 26. And this week, we are going to be talking about glimmers, the things that just make you feel happy and hopeful. So sit back, relax, maybe find one of those cool sleeping masks and listen to music with a lot of pan flutes. And let's get started. I don't know about you guys, but I've had one of those weeks where I am just tired. Nothing bad has happened. I've just been really busy. And I found that when I've had some downtime, all I want to do is just sit very still and do nothing. And sometimes when I'm just sitting still and doing nothing, I am tempted to get on my phone and scroll through Instagram or Facebook. But sometimes that makes things worse. Because lately, I feel like going through Instagram and through Facebook is super anxiety inducing. Everything seems to be negative, for the most part. We've got, you know, Titanic subs imploding. We've got political unrest. People are disagreeing with each other left and right. And it is hard to look at sometimes. One of my friends actually told me last week that she had deleted Instagram off her phone completely and that she wasn't even sure if she was ever going to put it back on her phone because she has found herself having so much more time and she's felt so much more at peace because she said Instagram is just triggering, you know, and it is true. And I hear that word so much lately. I am triggered. Everything triggers everybody. I mean, me too. I'm including myself in this, but I don't like that feeling. I don't like constantly bumping into things that make me feel upset. So about a week ago, my friend Ashley sent me something on Instagram, ironically enough, but it was just a little meme and it said glimmers at the top of it, the word glimmers. And then it said, basically, a glimmer is the opposite of a trigger, like a micro moment that makes you happier, a little moment of awe, something that makes you feel hope. Once you start looking for them and embracing them, your life feels so much sweeter. And I love that. And it reminded me of two things. The first one is that my favorite author growing up was Lucy Maud Montgomery, L.M. Montgomery. She wrote Anne of Green Gables, which was the book that really just made me fall in love with books altogether. I have an Anne of Green Gables tattoo. My cat is named Anne Shirley. So I really love that book. But my favorite book that L.M. Montgomery wrote was Emily of New Moon. I love that whole series. And the character Emily in the book has what she calls the flash. And the flash is a moment where she feels like she gets to peek beyond what this world is and gets a glimpse of something magical. Um, it could be heaven or it could just be something that is otherworldly. And it's always a different thing for her. And I identified with that so much because there are little moments in my life, and I think in everybody's life, where we get this just feeling of peacefulness, of happiness, of hope. And it's a glimmer, right? The next thing it reminded me of was a quote by C.S. Lewis, or it's actually a passage by C.S. Lewis. I read the book, The Problem of Pain, several years ago. But when I read this passage, it really defined what the flash was for me, exactly how I felt about it. And it also kind of makes me think this is exactly what a glimmer is. And so he said, you may have noticed that the books you really love are bound together by a secret thread. You know very well what is the common quality that makes you love them, though you cannot put it into words. But most of your friends do not see it at all and often wonder why, liking this, you should also like that. 
Again, you have stood before some landscape which seems to embody what you have been looking for all your life and then turned to the friend at your side who appears to be seeing what you saw, but at the first words, a gulf yawns between you and you realize that this landscape means something totally different to him, that he is pursuing an alien vision and cares nothing for the ineffable suggestion by which you are transported. Even in your hobbies, has there not always been some secret attraction which the others are curiously ignorant of, something not to be identified with, but always on the verge of breaking through, the smell of cut wood in the workshop or the clap-clap of water against the boat's side? And that is exactly how I have always felt. I mean, I feel like we all have had this moment where we see something, we read something, we watch something, we listen to something, and we show it to a friend, and they're like, it's okay. And you're like, What? This is amazing. And you just can't understand why they can't see or feel what you feel. But I think it's because the flash or the glimmer is different for everybody. We all have our own glimmers. So I just love this idea so much. Focusing on the things that give us little jolts of joy, little flashes, little glimmers of how life could be and should be if we would focus on the positive things that we see and hear and feel every day. So I just made a list in no certain order, and it was just so relaxing and refreshing. And I encourage you to do it because it really did open up my eyes to a lot of what I'm missing every day because I'm so focused on anxiety (laughs) or on the things that make me upset And so I'm not saying you need to delete your Instagram, but maybe we need to unfollow some accounts that make us feel nervous or anxious and find things that make us feel glimmers. So if you make a list this week, please um, tag me in your list if you put it on social media, because I'd like to see what your glimmers are. Send me your glimmers. It sounds weird, but you know what I mean. And so let's just go through the list that I made. It's not a long list. This is not going to be a long episode. I really just want this to be kind of a midweek refresher for you to maybe help ease your mind a little bit and get you to think about the things that give you your own unique moments of joy. So let's go. The first thing I wrote down is twilight. It is my favorite time of day. I love it when the sun hasn't quite set, the sky is kind of pinky purple, sometimes it's kind of dark blue with a little bit of yellow sunlight coming through, and the fireflies are out, especially in the summer, it's the most calming time of day. It feels magical, it feels like that anything could happen moment in all the fairy tales And you wouldn't be surprised to see an elf or a fairy. When I was little, I fully believed in fairies and I would look for them. My mom told me that when you saw um, a ring of toadstools, so like mushrooms, that that's where fairies had their dances. And I would find those and I would be mesmerized. And like, if I could just turn around fast enough, I might see one. And that's how Twilight still makes me feel. So yeah, I love Twilight. So next I have two smells. And they both remind me of different times. The first one is a summer smell, and it is honeysuckle. Every time I get a whiff of honeysuckle, it reminds me of being a little kid and being at my grandmother's house and just running around outside. I was talking to one of my other cousins this week, Emily, and we were talking about how when we were little, you just used to run for no reason. 
people would ask you like, why are you sweating? And you're like, I was running <laughs> and you're running for no reason at all, just because you felt like you had to. But that smell reminds me of summertime and being outside and just enjoying being outside. The second smell is burning leaves. Anytime I smell burning leaves, I think of Thanksgiving and Christmas. It is always going to be tied in my mind with those holidays. And, you know, just that exciting, anticipatory feel of Christmas is coming. You know, it's Santa time. So anytime I smell burning leaves, it always takes me back to that. So the next two are about my cat. I've talked about my cat a little bit. Her name is Anne Shirley after Anne Shirley from Anne of Green Gables. She's an orange tabby, so she also has red hair. But there are two things that she does every day that I look forward to and I love so much. The first one is hearing her running or walking through the house. Anne Shirley is a little chunky. She's about 12 pounds and she will try to sneak up on you, but she just can't because she is a very loud walker. So anywhere that I am in my house, I can hear her just coming. And I just really enjoy, I love that sound. And then the other thing that she does is when she is about to fall asleep and she is going to just give up and and fall asleep completely. She does this little sigh. She goes, she does it every time. And you can tell that she is down for the count. She is going to fall asleep. And it is just a delightful and relaxing sound for me. Next up, summer thunderstorms. Now, living in the South, I do not like inclement weather that is scary. We have a lot of tornado watches and warnings and tornadoes and scary thunderstorms. I am talking about summer thunderstorms that are just heavy rain and thunder. I love it, especially if it is nighttime and it just starts raining really heavy and it's thundering. It puts me to sleep like nothing else. It's even better than the Sleepy Bookshelf podcast. When it starts raining, I'm gone. Um, that is just a really, and I, I know I'm not alone in this. I know a lot of people love the sound of thunderstorms. I mean, there's so many apps that, you know, simulate thunderstorms that you can listen to, but there is nothing like the real thing on a hot summer night to have a loud thunderstorm. It's perfect. Okay, next something that has really been making me happy lately are cozy mysteries. And these can be books, movies, TV shows, anything that is a mystery that isn't too violent. You know, it's not gory. It's, you know, a small English town where someone has been poisoned that you probably didn't like in the first place. And then somebody unexpected has to figure it out. I love those. So Midsummer Murders, Agatha Christie novels, even the Knives Out kind of movies. I just really enjoy. It's distracting in the best way. It challenges me a little bit. So it's a little more of an interactive glimmer, but it makes me happy. Okay, so next is a movie that I watched on Disney Plus a couple weeks ago, and I just really loved it. It's Peter Pan and Wendy. So it's the newest Peter Pan story. Peter Pan is my favorite fairy tale. It always has been. When Holly Joe and I were kids, my dad would read us a chapter out of Peter Pan every night until he finished the book. And I can remember how magical that book felt, and it still feels. I love anything that involves other worlds, you know, Narnia, Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings. But Peter Pan was the first experience I had with that feeling. And this movie, the new one, Peter Pan and Wendy, is so perfect. 
it's delightful. It's funny. It's charming. But, you know, it has all of the swashbuckling feel of the original story. And Jude Law as Captain Hook is just incredible. He is the perfect mix of sinister and likable, which sounds crazy, but it's true. And they also give him a backstory that I just really think is great. And I love that they give Wendy more autonomy. It's a great message for little girls. Jim Gaffigan as Smee is just fantastic. So, yeah, it's just a movie that transports you. And that's my favorite kind of movie. Okay, next is another sound that I really love, but I lived the majority of my adult life in a bigger city, and I had forgotten until I moved to the country about a year ago, the sound of frogs croaking or singing in a pond. I love it so much, especially during the summer when I open up my door and I can just hear them going 90 to nothing. It's so calming to me. And there's also a cow pasture behind my house. Um, the house d down the road has a cow pasture, but they kind of come near to my backyard and I can hear them mooing. And I just, the combination of frogs croaking and the cows mooing, it's a, it's a sound you can only hear in certain parts of the South, I think. And I'm, I'm sure there are other places in the world that have cows mooing and frogs croaking, but it just seems like a quintessential Southern thing that is very charming and I love it. Okay, so I don't like to say anymore that I'm not a morning person. I do have a hard time waking up in the morning. I am someone who, again, has a hard time sleeping sometimes. And so that initial having to drag myself out of bed is hard for me. But the thing that does get me out of bed and makes me extremely happy to be out of bed is that first cup of coffee in the morning. There is nothing like making a perfect cup of coffee, just the smell, the routine of making it is so calming to me. And I've also started making toast. I'm really into toast lately. It, it is just something that I have always liked toast, but lately I've just been making a lot of it for breakfast. So a cup of coffee in the morning and toast, and I like to do it in silence. Sometimes I listen to some music, but I really just feel like it is the best start to my day. And it has made me more of a morning person. And sometimes when I'm laying in bed and I don't want to get up, I think, but you can make coffee and it will get me up out of bed. So yeah, morning coffee and toast. Perfect glimmers. And then piggybacking on a cup of coffee, I have fallen in love with a little coffee shop here in Gunnersville, close to where I live. It is called Moody Brews. When I walked in the last time I was there, they were playing Eartha Kitt singing French music. She was singing Je um, Cherche un homme. So it's that Je Cherche un homme, un homme, that song. That, and it makes me feel like I have walked into a Nancy Myers movie. Like Diane Keaton could come out of the back room at any moment in a turtleneck. And we would have a very interesting conversation. I just love going to that coffee shop. It's charming. It's calming. There's always just a low level of conversation. The people are so sweet. Everybody that works there is kind and patient. And I love to bring a book and just sit there and listen to the music and read. And it has just become a happy place for me. It's, it's great. I 
love when I'm listening to Spotify and I have all of my like songs kind of on shuffle and a song will pop up that I had completely forgotten about and it will reawaken a love for a certain band and I will go back and, you know, listen to all of their stuff. This has happened to me this past week with Dave Matthews Band. So I liked Dave Matthews Band when I was in high school. And I can remember Ants Marching came out when I was, I think, in eighth grade. And I remember hearing that in a store in Oregon and being like, this is different. And I really like it. But it wasn't until my freshman year of college that I met my friend Ashley, and she was obsessed with Dave Matthews Band. And we, anytime we would get in her car, that's what we were listening to. And then I, in turn, became obsessed with Dave Matthews Band. And so I have now seen him a couple times in concert, but I had forgotten how much I really loved him. And so for the past week, I've been going through all of his old albums and listening to the songs that I just love. I mean, Crash Into Me, Gray Street. I'm, there's just so many. I love his album every day so much. I know every single word to that album, front and back. I just, I love it. And so, I don't know, listening to those songs it immediately takes you to how old you were when you first heard them or where you were. It gives me a certain feeling. And I always feel like summertime when I listen to Dave Matthews Band or just Dave Matthews solo stuff too, I also love. Um, but it always sounds like the summer. And so it's a perfect soundtrack. But um, yeah, Dave Matthews Band, you should check it out. Next, I want to talk about good sheets on a bed and a ceiling fan. Those two things are so underrated, but so wonderful. It gets so hot in the South, and I do not sleep well if I'm hot. I get cranky when I'm hot. But a ceiling fan and a good set of sheets, and you know what I'm talking about, the kind of sheets that are always cold. Like, you are you don't have to find the cold side of the pillow because it's always kind of cool. I love it so much. And they're a little bit stiff, but they're not scratchy. So they've got kind of a heaviness to them. That's the kind of sheets that I have started looking for and I feel are just, you know, it's non-negotiable. It has to be on my bed. And then if you have a ceiling fan that's going above you when you're in bed and you're in that kind of, you know, bed sheets, it is so wonderful. The The soft whir of a ceiling fan, it's a little bit of a white noise that's not too heavy, but it's not too light. It's like the Goldilocks of white noise. <laughs> That, that's a phrase I've not said. But yes, ceiling fans and perfect bed sheets are so wonderful on hot summer nights, on any nights, but they make me, they make me happy. Yes. And since we were talking about sheets, I also think there is not a better feeling in the world than waking up in the morning or in the middle of the night, maybe, and you're perfectly comfortable. Like everything feels perfect. You're in the best sleeping position. Your pillow feels great. Your body is relaxed. You're still sleepy. You look at that clock and you realize that you have three more hours to sleep. Is there a better feeling in the world? <laughs> there isn't. Because, you know, that feeling of is awful when you feel that way and you wake up and your alarm's going to go off in five minutes. That just makes me mad. But oh, it's so wonderful when you realize that you have another two, three hours of perfect sleeping bliss ahead of you. That is a definite glimmer. And the next is something I have started doing that I had stopped doing for a long time. And that is daydreaming about possibilities in my life. 
I think we get to a certain age and I guess we just assume that the best stuff is over. Like the opportunities that we once had when we were in our 20s or early 30s that they might be over and done with, that you're too old to pursue things. And I've just gotten this feeling that, again, I've said this a couple times, but anything is possible. There is no age limit on possibility. There are things that I always wanted to do career-wise that I just, for whatever reason, didn't pursue. Um, I think some of it was that I was afraid of failure or worried that I just, you know, wasn't going to be able to get to where I wanted to be. But I started thinking, you know, what is the worst thing that could happen is, well, the worst thing that could happen is that I never do any of the things I want to do, but I'm surely not doing them now because I'm not trying. And so I started researching, I don't know, you know, living in London, living in Edinburgh, Scotland, living in Canada, like how much would that cost? How, what does a work visa situation look like for that? It's some, you know, there are things that I had thought I had given up on, but now lately I just feel like, why not? Why not try? Because you don't know what might happen. Nothing may happen, but something might. But just the act of daydreaming itself, not putting any parameters and limits on what I could imagine for myself has been a really fun activity. And it is just something I had forgotten that I used to love to do. And last, this podcast is probably the most fun thing that I have done in a really long time. It gives me such joy to be able to share things that I find fascinating, that I love, that I'm passionate about, and to hear back from you guys about the same things. I love the community that we're getting. There are people that I am now friends with that I didn't know before this and that I actually haven't met in real life, but I'm really looking forward to doing that. So this podcast is definitely my biggest glimmer. All right, guys, that's it for this episode. Thank you so much for hanging out with me again this week. And I know I said it at the beginning of the episode, but if you have made a list of the things that you find happiness in and that give you little glimmers, I really would like to hear those. So please make sure to send those to me. And thank you again for following and subscribing and for leaving reviews on Apple Podcasts. It really does mean so much to me. If you'd like to find me on Instagram, it's super easy. I am at Resting Church Face. I hope you have a fantastic week and let's get together again soon.